Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of Sips and Tips, the podcast where we will take you step-by-step through mixing up a cocktail, and then we're going to sit down and uh, talk about a problem sent to us by one of our listeners. So each week, we try to theme a drink based on the problem that we're tackling. Uh, We stress try. Sometimes we pick a drink because it sounds good. Sometimes someone sends it in. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Anything like that. So for those of you who have been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We are glad you're here. Uh, my name is Kitch. And I'm Andrea. And this week we are mixing up a Fireman's Sour. Okay, so I looked into the history of this a little bit. And we got this recipe from um, a couple of different websites, actually. The one that we're doing was from kindredcocktails.com. Uh, we did find one from, what was that other one called? Cosito or Cotico or mm, something? Something like that. It was a UK. It was state. a, yeah, it was a, um, it was, it, it would have required some conversion. It was all done in milliliters. <laughs> uh, we can do that conversion. We could, we could do the conversion. I knew the conversions, but. But. Kulitos.com.au. Uh, Kulitos.com.au. So, uh <clears throat> when I was looking at some of the uh, historical background uh, for this drink, it actually um, first showed up apparently in a book written by a Jerry Thomas uh, for way back in 1862, and it's called, uh, quite frankly, just How to Mix Drinks. Mm-hmm. So uh, this one is a rum-based, I would say. Yep. That's, that's the only booze in this one, isn't it? It is, and I searched for it for bamboo specifically. That's how it came up on the UK site, was it was specifically for bamboo rum. Yeah, so the bamboo we're using is the clear bottle. There are a couple different uh, bottles out there. You can get the clear, the black. Uh, We're using the clear bottle. It's the lighter, I believe, of the two. Uh, And it is an extremely smooth, almost uh, a little hint of banana in there. So we're going to use that. And it also calls for some uh, lime juice and grenadine and a little bit of simple syrup so uh what do we got to do first uh i guess i add ice right oh yes yeah ice to my shaker so you do need a a shaker and uh this is to be mixed in just a plain old old old-fashioned type glass and if you hear all the racket in the background it's the uh, crazy puppy going nuts in her pen with uh, (laughs) a Chew treat. So, and her name is Jellybean. Pretty good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Jellybean. Okay. So, we this says sugar. We have simple syrup. Yeah. So I'm gonna do half an ounce of simple syrup. But remember, this is only for one drink. So we're gonna oh, double yeah. this. So double. Okay. So, so I want a full ounce. We're gonna do a full ounce of simple okay. syrup. Holy, she's thrashing in there with that thing. It's frozen, so she's <clears> probably <throat> not able to get too much out yet. Yeah. So one ounce of simple syrup, and uh, again, we're doubling this because we'd both like to have some. So it so calls for... Four ounces of our brand new bottle of yes. very pretty bamboo rum. Bamboo. So tasty. I would highly recommend trying it out. And I think it's a decent price, too. I think this is about a $40 bottle of rum. Mm-hmm. And uh, if for no other reason, try it just for the bottle itself because it's a very cool, uh, very... What's the word I'm looking for? Aesthetically pleasing. It is. Bottle. So. Yeah. It'll go well with your pirate themed bar. 
Do I have a pirate theme bear? No, we don't, but oh. if you do. If you have a... Oh, if you have it, a... Pirate. I think it goes well, right? With oh, that. absolutely it does, yep. Yeah. Yeah. It you actually get, tastes... I'm not a rum drinker, but that one actually tastes You get a good. bottle of the Crystal Skull vodka to go along with it, and... Okay, now an ounce of lime juice. Yep, one full ounce of lime juice, and then one ounce of grenadine. Now, apparently this drink was named the Fireman Sour because it... Uh, when you use grenadine, it uh, it gives the drink a bright red uh, complexion, which oh, is reminiscent right. of red fire trucks and uh, red fireball lights on fire trucks, according to Mister Thomas in How to Mix Drinks. So, okay, and an ounce of and grenadine. one ounce of grenadine. I'm excited for this. I like I like this rum. It's. Uh, it's got a bit of a fruity follow-through or aftertaste to it as well. So with some lime and some uh, grenadine, which I believe is more of a almost a raspberry type. Is it not? Uh, you know, I don't actually know. It's always just been a sweet yeah. red liquid. I'm going to say, just for my own pleasure, that it's a raspberry we're going to shake that over some ice, and uh, now it does say here that uh, you garnish with fruit in season. So being March in Edmonton, there isn't a lot of fruit in season, <laughs> uh, but we do have some raspberries that we're going to throw in there, which I think will go great with this grenadine. Mm-hmm. And uh, it does also say you can top with soda uh, if you wanted to Oh, that would be good. Bolster yeah. it a little bit. <clears throat> Good pour. I wonder what it would taste like with ginger ale. Oh, probably very good. Probably. Yeah, probably very good. Let's see how I like it without. Okay, and we're gonna throw some uh, some fresh <laughs> fresh raspberries in there to uh, garnish, and then we're gonna give it a taste test. So we'll see how this goes. The Fireman Sour from KindredCocktails.com. dot com. Yeah, dot com. All right. It's very pretty, and it does. It is very red. It is very red. Yep. Yep, they agree. (laughs) Uh oh. Hang on. So we're going to snap a quick photo of the uh, finished product here, and then then give her a sip, see how it goes. Okay. Let's see how this tastes. Smell it first, see what it smells like. It actually smells really good. It does, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, you first. I'm going to let you try it first. And then I'll... What do you think? Oh, it's good. It's sweet. Oh, it's super sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I would actually like to try cutting that with some uh, ginger ale. Yeah. I think that would... That would be good. That would take away some of that... Uh, yeah. I wanted to see because I feel like this recipe that we had Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. was a lot. See, see the difference. Oh yes, a lot less. uh, A lot less sugar stuff in this one than in that recipe from the crown from the um, Kindred cocktails or whatever. Yeah, the one from the UK is less sugary, more lime juice, less simple syrup and granulated. Very good. So, well, I think in between the drink portion and the. uh, uh, problem portion. I'm going to 
slap a little bit of ginger ale in mine and see what it does to it. And uh, we'll talk about that. When we come I might out. throw a little more lime in that. That's actually, I like it. Yeah, it's tasty. I it like is. it the way it is, but it's yep. a little sweet. So, yep. all right. That's well, good. that uh, that was the Fireman's Sour from KindredCocktails.com. And uh, we're going to go try to calm these dogs down and <laughs> uh, fix these drinks up a little bit. And then we'll be back with a problem from Daniel. And a couple of uh, our moments relationship edition cards. Sound good? Yep. That sounds good. All right. We'll be back shortly. Okay, folks, we are back. And uh, we did actually take a little bit of uh, diet ginger ale and bolster these drinks. And I got to say, they're pretty fantastic that way. Yeah. Yep. Very tasty. I highly recommend that one. Mm -hmm. So again, that was the Fireman Sour. I'm sure that that recipe is all over. The internet, but we did get it from kindredcocktails.com. So now we're going to talk about our first issue for the evening, and this one was sent in to us by Daniel. And Daniel writes, first off, I want to say I love my girlfriend. <clears throat> Lately, I've been thinking about talking with her and telling her that if she ever wants to hook up with anyone else that she wants to, I would be completely okay with it. Just please come back home to me afterwards. I love her and I want her to be happy. And if she is offered or meets a guy that she wants to have it with, I'm definitely okay with her going for it and getting hers. I don't want her to think that she can't do anything because she has me at home if she wants it with another guy. I know it's her body and her choice, not mine. I don't want an open relationship and I would assure her that she would never be sharing me with anyone ever. I would be doing this just for her. I'm just nervous about bringing it up with her or if I should just keep it to myself. Well, well. I'm very confused by this. <clears throat> well, um, <laughs> yes. I was very confused by the whole thing as well because um, it's, to me, there, there's a couple of things happening here. Daniel, um, good on you. If you think you could actually do that and be okay with it. I'm sure that eventually it's going to cause grief, uh, whether it's a jealousy issue or whether you eventually think, well, if you're going out and getting yours, I'm going to go out and get mine. Um, but I got to say, if if it's not something she's ever brought up, if, if being in an open or perhaps a poly relationship has never been thrown on the table, why would you bring it up? That's my question, is why are you bringing it up why for her to do that if she <clears throat> hasn't ever brought it up? So I have, there's two theories. I have two theories for this. Okay. One, um, he is actually turned on by the, by the thoughts of having the quote-unquote hot wife or, um, yeah, hot wife kind of scenario. Sure. Two, he thinks that he is already playing way out of his league and is willing to open up that option for her to keep her around with him. Yeah, that was kind of my first thought. Yeah. He thinks that she's too good for him, whether it's, you know, he's not attractive enough for her, for her or whatever, I don't know, but... Um, that's, I, I feel like he's thinking, you know what, if I, if I offer to open the relationship up, let her go have her fun, 
as long as she comes home to me afterwards, that maybe she'll always come home to him regardless. Um, and maybe he feels <clears throat> that maybe she is maybe doing this Already. or has done this. Yeah. And he just wants to bring it out in the open and say, just tell me about it and I'm okay with it. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, <clears throat> Daniel, I think it's, uh, I think what you're doing is, is ripping the lid off a of Pandora's box. You don't. If you're out of your league, you're never going to be happy. No. No. Never. And it's like, not worth it. I'd kind of like to to know how long they've been together. Yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of missing information that would be interesting to find yeah. out about. I yeah, think. Exactly. Yeah, I don't I, know. Um, um if it's a if I it's I don't a, think this would last. No, if it's a long term ongoing relationship and she's never brought it up, um then don't. Don't bring it up. Uh and if it's if you're bringing it up for one of the reasons, like I thought, like you're you're one of those guys that's turned on by the thought of your girlfriend or wife going out and being with other people, or if um, if you think you're you know in over your head or, or outside your league with this one, tell her that that's how you're feeling. Because if you don't, um, and you just throw it out there, like hey, if you want to go sleep with other people, I'm okay with it. That's it's making you look, to me, it would be making you look very weak. Well, and I wonder, I don't know anything about her. Would she possibly be very offended by this? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it sounds like you're like, I'm pretty sure you're going to go cheat on me, so I'll just tell you now you can go ahead and do it and just come back to me. <clears throat> yeah, or is he saying, well, I'm not really interested in you in that way, but we've been together long enough that if you want to go... Well, there's that too. Maybe he has problems. Yep. Yep. And this has come up and he just wants to make sure that she stays with him. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm a little confused, Daniel, but uh, Mm -hmm. either way, for whatever reason you you might be thinking this is a good idea, I don't think it's a good idea. No. And I I would keep your mouth shut. Do your best to keep her happy at home, and uh, well, I would talk about something. Um, well, yes, there's there's things to <laughs> there's some things you might need to talk about. Yeah, you've got you've uh, got some things that you might want to get out in the open, but don't just throw it out there the way you seem to have put it in your email. That yeah, you know, I think I think at first, if she's not that, I mean, if she is that type of maybe she is that type of person, and that's why you think she's just going to go do this. Maybe Perhaps. she wouldn't be offended. I, I don't know. I think many women would be offended by that. Well, and maybe he's picking up signals that she's putting down that this is the type of relationship that she wants. But Or he's just super scared she's going to leave and this is one way of... That's exactly where I went when I, when I first read it. Yep. So, well... <clears throat> not good. Not good, Daniel. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't bring it up. Um... It's like Andrea said, there's a conversation there to be had, but I don't think this is the conversation that you want to have. No. So. No. For sure. Okay. Well, we only had one problem sent in this week, so uh, we're going to switch over in a second here and uh, talk about the Our Moments cards. And for those of you who haven't tuned in to the last couple of episodes where we've taken this uh this cool little deck of cards that andrea got for us at uh valentine's day was it yep yeah and it's 
conversation starters and topics and things like that. And we're going to, uh, we're going to go through a couple of those and uh, see what comes up. So we will be back momentarily. Okay, so we're back. We're going to go through the Our Moments cards. We're going to try to do two apiece, depending on uh, how easy the dogs are to uh, talk over top of, I guess. <clears throat> so why don't, uh, why don't you go first with this one, since I read the, uh, the email from Daniel. Okay. If you could have tea with one... Well, I, don't, tea, coffee, I don't drink tea. Coffee. If you coffee. could have coffee... With one fictional character, who would it be? Oh, one fictional character. I'd have a hard time just picking one. I can't even think of one. I got three right <laughs> off the top of my I head. I don't do conversations. <laughs> I would. This would be terrifying to me. No, it would be awesome. Um, I would. I, I would, would need to have tequila shots with some fictional <laughs> character. I could, that I could see. I could totally see that. Some and a game of pool. Yeah, but I cannot sit down. Okay. Um, like I said, I don't know if I could just pick one. My oh. three, uh, because I, I would right off the top of my head, there's three people, and I'd have a hard time deciding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, and sorry, two are fictional. One is real. Does that count? Well, it says fictional. Oh. Okay, so the two <laughs> fictional characters. Yeah. Uh, no, there's still three. I would want to sit down with uh, and have a coffee or a or a whiskey with Tony Soprano. Okay. Would be one. Mm-hmm. Definitely one. Um, I would want to sit down and have a drink with Roger Sterling <laughs> or Don Draper <laughs> from Mad Men. How did I not guess those? Those, those are the, those are my three <laughs> fictional characters. Um, I can't think. And then if if we could count actual real life people, I would want to sit down with uh, Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. Oh, I could say John Dutton. I like yeah. To- yeah. I'd like to sit down and have a drink. I'd with. like to sit down with Beth Dutton. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> can have some tequila with Beth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just as long yeah. as she doesn't punch me. <laughs> well, just don't get on her bad side. <laughs> right. But yeah, I, I've got some, I got some questions for Tony. I'd like to ask Tony Soprano a couple of questions. And yeah. uh, I'd just like to sit and listen to Roger Sterling. Like, what would you ask Tony Soprano? How'd you die? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what happened in the final episode. That's what I want to know. When it cut to black, did you? Are you still around? Are you gone? What's going on, Tony? So I, that is an, an interesting question. I cannot even think of an answer to that. Oh, I figured it'd be an easy one for you. Why? Well, you have so many. There's so many. You read Stephen King books. What about the? What about the guy from? But the thing the is, is I have. You'd have no to. questions because I don't ask questions. Like to sit down with somebody, I don't know why I would do that. Okay, so take an Our Moments deck with you (laughs) and deal out a couple of cards and start conversations that way. Like, I definitely don't want to sit down with a Stephen King character. What about, who's that? Kill uh, me. (laughs) The one that show you watch, the nurse one, Nurse uh, Nurse, Ratchet. Oh, Nurse Ratchet would be interesting. Or what about Nurse Jackie? Nurse Jackie would be an interesting one. See, there's lots. It's Tony Soprano's wife. Yeah. Yeah, what's her name in your life? I don't, I don't know remember. I can't remember what her name is in real life. Um, but yeah, I, there's tons. Yeah, I of don't know. Talk. I'm sure there's all kinds of characters that would be very interesting, but I've never thought of things like that. That's why these cards are it so is. damn 
handy, right? But then it's like, for me, it's like an injury is like that blank look when you're like, yeah, some question that you're uh, like, I would have zero answer for that. That's fair. Because <laughs> I don't fair. think in those that way. I don't know. You should sit down and talk with uh, uh, Wilma Flintstone. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Compare the Stone Age to... The conspiracy theory age. Wilma Flintstone just basically lived in the 50s. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so I could just sit down with Don Draper's wife. And you guys could get together and do the Betty Twitch. Draper. Twitch. Sit down with Betty. Yeah. So Betty. Uh, Betty or, uh, or um, I think Betty Draper or Actually, what's Beth her name? Dutton Beth be. Dutton would be good. But what's her name from um, Mad Men, the redhead? Joan. Joan. Yep, Joni. It'd be good to have tequilas with. Oh, yeah. Yep, for sure. All right. Well, that was good. That was an interesting one. I kind of like that. Uh, So my card, my first card here says, what do most people overestimate or underestimate about you? My God, this sounds like an interview question. It is. Yeah. Boy. (laughs) And then where do you see yourself in five years? Hopefully not working for you. (laughs) Celebrating the fifth anniversary of you asking me that question. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um. Underestimate or, or overestimate. overestimate? Yeah, about you. God, I don't know what people think of me. I have no clue. I would, if I had to throw a guess out there, because you are typically very um, quiet and reserved, um, especially in group settings, I think people could seriously underestimate your ability to get fiery when <laughs> the right topic of conversation comes See, around. See, that's the only thing I had in my mind, too, yes. I'm sure people are, sh- you know, who don't know me can be a little surprised in that first. Yeah. I, I would agree maybe, with that. But. For sure. I have no idea what people You can't answer this either? Overestimate or underestimate about me. I think I'm a fairly wide open book. I don't know that there's too much to, like, guesswork that goes on when somebody gets to know me. I tell you what I'm thinking 99.9% of the time. I think it I think people will underestimate your intelligence. I'm not very smart. <laughs> you are smart. That's why I <laughs> underestimated. You underestimated it? Wow. <laughs> oh, it's good to know. I the underestimate most out. people's intelligence until they prove it. The truth comes out. No, I do until they actually prove it because <clears throat> no, I would I would say that's probably that, a thing. That could be a fair statement, yep, because it uh I don't have a university education or anything like that. I barely got through high school. And, um, yeah. That's, I don't understand that. Your memory is nine million times better than mine. That's um, probably a good one. Yep. I would go with that. Yep. My See, smarts, I can, I can SMRT. read other people. I don't know what other people <laughs> think of me. <laughs> other than they probably don't like me. Oh, I doubt that. I, I did. So, yeah. Well, I should I should rephrase that. Guys tend to like me. Girls, not so much. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> I don't see that either. Because <laughs> I think everyone in our circle um, likes you a lot and gets along with you just fine. Well, our circle now, when I introduced you to my circle, I think everyone took to you quite quickly. So, yeah, I don't think that that's the case at all. So... Okay, we'll do one more each. Okay. Go ahead. What's the last book that you couldn't put down? Uh, I don't read. Can I, <laughs> can I say audiobooks? 
it was the, the, Why couldn't you stop playing? It was the Sears wish book. Consumers distributing catalog. When I was 12. <laughs> yep, that's what it was. Um, no, well, the, the, uh, I just finished the Neverending Present, the history of uh, Gord Downey and the Tragically Hip, which I thought was fantastic. And I'm about to start the uh, new Dave Grohl book, Storyteller or whatever it's called. But, mm-hmm. And I've heard that that's one that I won't be able to put down. Before that, the only book that I can think of that I read um, that I really, really enjoyed was the um, Fire and Ice, the Theron Flurry story. Mm-hmm. And what a waste of time knowing what that guy's turned into. <laughs> Yeah, you, Theo. Maybe he has brain injuries. No. He's got something going on. Because <laughs> he's, he's using up a lot of tinfoil on those hats. Mm-hmm. So, What about you? I can't pinpoint the last one. It's It's been a long time since I could get fully so into a book that I couldn't put it down. Um, it's taken me... I started reading the Stephen King Sleeping Beauties book about four years ago, and I'm still not done. <laughs> Um, but it used to be any Stephen King book. I used to read Anne Rice. I couldn't put them down. There was tons of them, but it's probably been, I'd probably say university probably ruined me for being able to sit down Mm. and get really into a book because I spent so many years having to read that when I finished, I got out of the habit. I would read mostly when it's hot outside is the bed. The only time I can sit and read a book really is if I'm sitting out and it's hot and that's right. Because there's nothing else to do out in the heat, yep. out in the yard. Well, and that's, um, I I used to read when I traveled. Uh, yeah. If there was, you know, because hotel rooms, typically the TV isn't always that great and there's not a lot to do. And so I would take a book and force myself to sit down and read because it would help me sleep as well. It would help me fall asleep. And actually, I just thought that one of the other ones that I, I um, really did enjoy and actually got probably three quarters of the way through before I got tied up with something else was uh, The Dirt, mm-hmm. the Motley Crue story. That was very good. So, okay. Yeah, there was a few dog training <clears throat> books I read before I did my exam that were really good. It was it was mostly because I was going to write an exam, but they were book books that were right. quite interesting. Probably the last time, that would be about four years ago. Mm-hmm. But. Okay, well, it sounds like George wants in, so let's quickly go through my last one. And, oh, my God, this... This could be interesting. We might want to let George in and then go over this one. I can, otherwise it's going to disturb um, Mojo, and then we're going to have a... What are the two biggest lessons you've learned from previous relationships? <laughs> right? That's what I said. Maybe we should... I don't think there's two that I can pinpoint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um Who wants to answer this one? I'll go first. I have no problem with that. Uh, The first one is communication. Um, One thing that I've not been good at in uh, previous relationships, more when I was on the younger end of the scale, because I'm super old now. Uh, If you you have a problem, you got to talk about it. Because if you don't, yeah. it festers, and then it becomes something that's either really, really hard to fix or impossible to fix. And uh, 
deep. I would say the other one would be that you get out of it as much as you put into it. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. But the communication part, I agree. The communication part, I don't know if I learned other than I never held anything in, but it was never listened to. Right. And so you can communicate in air quotes all you want. When it comes on deaf ears, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, and that's when I say communicate. Communicate is a two-part. Yeah. You know, it's hearing and speaking. It's not just venting and getting your problems. I learned don't get married at 18. Yep. Um, There's a lesson for you, kids. (laughs) Don't do it. Uh, And the second you're unhappy and it's horrible, just get out. Yep. Don't wait. Don't think it's going to get better. Don't settle. Don't think it's just, you know, this is what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. I agree. Just, yeah. If you're unhappy, just don't talk yourself out of it. That's the biggest lesson I learned. Yep. Well, and I think that's a lesson that everyone will learn at some point because. Well, hopefully not everyone. Well, that's true. There's lots of yep. people that have never had to learn that lesson. All right, folks, so that was episode 15 of Sips and Tips. Um, Daniel, we hope you figure things out. Um, I'm going to go read a book because I feel really bad about (laughs) not having read a book in a while. I blame my cell phone. That's true. I sit there, I'll sit there for two hours. I'm like, two hours just passed, and I did nothing. I could have been reading a book. All right, well, next week we'll come back and tell you what books we started. So, all right, have a good week, folks. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a three times twice podcast production.